biggest games, the best performances, expert analysis. You are locked on now. What's up, everybody? You are listening to Locked On Now, local experts on the biggest stories throughout the NBA. I'm your host, Daniela Bruce, and thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every weekday. On today's show, another busy day in the NBA means we have plenty to get to with our Locked On NBA hosts, who will give you everything you need to know from last night in the association. Let's start with Wednesday's biggest game. The biggest game. The star power is strong between the Miami Heat and the Brooklyn Nets rosters with Kevin Durant and Jimmy Butler and James Harden leading just a few of the all-star and household names in the Barclays Center on Wednesday night. Butler had just scored 36 points in his last outing and Durant started to heat up with 25 in Brooklyn's last game. Butler and Bam Adebayo helped Miami take a win out of Brooklyn Wednesday as Lockdown Heat explains. This is David Ramil of Locked On Heat. Miami traveled to Brooklyn looking to make a statement. Mission accomplished. The Heat went on a 14-0 run to, in the third quarter to create some separation and eventually cruised to an easy 106-93 victory over the Nets. Bam Adebayo led the Heat in scoring with 24. Jimmy Butler had nearly a triple-double, but the real hero of the game was P.J. Tucker and Miami's defense. Tucker was absolutely fantastic, setting a season-high 15 points and adding 7 rebounds, drawing fouls whenever necessary, and just hounding Kevin Durant and the rest of the Nets all night. It worked as Miami's physical defense helped Brooklyn to just 38% shooting and helped keep Kevin Durant and James Harden to a combined 39 points. Miami is far from perfect. Tyler Hero was having another off night, and Duncan Robinson is still struggling to find his rhythm from three-point range, but you get the feeling those things will work themselves out. In the meantime, their defense is absolutely legit, and the reason why this roster was assembled to challenge the top of the Eastern Conference. And with wins over Milwaukee and Brooklyn already this season, it looks like it's working so far. For a full recap of tonight's game, make sure to follow Locked on Heat. The Nets played their third straight game at home in the early season and let the Heat open up a lead in the fourth quarter after playing tight most of the way. Our Locked on Nets host tells you more about the loss. Adam Armbrecht with the Locked On Nets podcast alone, where once stood my co-host no more as the Brooklyn Nets fall at home to the Miami Heat in this new wave of referees, different foul calls. It seems like James Harden is still on that adjustment train, but ultimately early game frustrations took about a half for them to recover from. And then it's a familiar foe, interior rebounding on both the offensive and defensive end reared its ugly head this is a team in the brooklyn nets that's having a hard time scoring figuring out how to balance this roster it was rough there's no other way to put it and even though they settled themselves down in the second half it ultimately you just do not have the firepower to sustain these types of games against a very well balanced well coached defensive minded team that knows how to shut you down for big stretches we break it all down on the podcast, of course, right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. All right, everybody. Now it's time for our best performance of the evening. The best performance. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Trey Young is heating up to start the season, scoring 31 tonight. He has now scored more than the previous game in every game this season, if you follow me there. Safe to say Atlanta Star is back in regular season form after the dub in New Orleans. Locked on Hawks has the scoop. 
Hello friends, my name is Brad Roland and the Atlanta Hawks go on the road to New Orleans to get a 102-99 win on this fine Wednesday. It was not always pretty for Atlanta in this spot playing against the team and the Pelicans that were shorthanded. The Hawks were six-point favorites, did not cover, but they got to the window with a victory. Trey Young with 31 points to lead the way for Atlanta, a double-double for John Collins as well, and definitely a team effort. DeLon Wright was huge off the bench for Atlanta, but really, it was the offensive glass that was a big, big part of this win for the Hawks. They were not shooting the ball particularly well as a team in this game, but the extra opportunities by grabbing those offensive rebounds really helped the cause and overcame some bad defense at times in this spot. But, you know, the combination of Young and Collins plus just enough on the margins got this win and they held on for dear life in the final seconds. We'll have a full rundown on the podcast this evening. So check it all out on the Locked on Hawks podcast on all of your favorite platforms. And we'll see you then. The Pelicans picked up their first win of the season earlier in the week and hoped that being back at home after a three-game road trip could help them turn that first win into a win streak. Pelicans come so close to grabbing victory over the Atlanta Hawks, but it just wasn't meant to be. I'm Jake Madison, host of the Locked On Pelicans podcast and Locked On NBA. A close 102-99 loss for the Pelicans, and head coach Willie Green said there are no moral victories. And as this team grows, these are the games they're going to win in December, January, and February. Look, he's probably right. This team has improved over the five games that they've played thus far. But it's right now. It's not the future. It's great they'll win games then. But it's a loss today, and it drops them to 1-4, which wastes great performances from Devontae Graham and Brandon Ingram, as well as the defense overall. They held the Hawks to just eight made, made threes. So yes, there's a lot to look forward to when Zion returns, but you still need to get the win right now, and the Pelicans will get another chance Friday against the Sacramento Kings. So for more on Zion Williamson and the Pelicans, be sure to make Locked On Pelicans your first listen every Every single day. Home was not kind to the Orlando Magic after a 25-point loss to the New York Knicks in the opener. Back for its second game at Amway Center, Orlando ended up blowing a fourth-quarter lead to Charlotte. Our Locked On Magic host gives you all the details from the losing side of the story. This is Philip Rossenreich, the host of Locked On Magic here from the Amway Center of the Orlando Magic Fall to the Charlotte Hornets, 120 to 111. The Orlando Magic were in this game. They were a very, very game, but it came down to the fourth quarter and fourth quarter execution. The real first, I mean, the second fourth quarter the Magic have been in, but really the first close game the Magic have been in too. A lot of turnovers in that fourth quarter. Jalen Suggs ended the game with four, and the four, I believe, Paul Anthony had three. Um, both really struggled at times to really execute and run the offense, and Orlando just did not make the winning plays. That's Something that Orlando's talked about a lot over the course of the season, making winning plays. Plenty of hustle plays throughout the course of the game, plenty of those little plays, but when it came down to winning time, when it came down to a close game, Orlando was not able to make the plays that they needed to make. Miles Bridges hit some shots. Gordon Hayward was always clutch, as he usually is against the Magic. They were able to end the Magic's chances of getting a win. A really solid game overall, but eventually Orlando was not able to pull it out in the end. The Magic followed the Hornets 120-111. to We'll have a lot more coming up on Locked On Magic later on. Locked On Now will be right back with more NBA action and we'll take a look around the league, so stay tuned. Welcome back to Locked On Now. It's time for us to take a look around the league. Let's go around the league. Two Raptors hit 25 points and every starter got to double figures in a scoring spree for Toronto at home against Indiana. With more on their first win at home, here is Locked on Raptors. 
The Raptors finally get a win at home. Sean Woodley here from Locked On Raptors to break down the Toronto Raptors 118-100 win over the Indiana Pacers. The first Raptors win here in Toronto at Scotiabank Arena since February 23rd, 2020. And the big takeaway from this game is that the Raptors are very good when Fred Van Vliet plays to his peak capabilities. He had 26 points in this game. Also his first ever 10 rebound game, which is pretty funny. And he really was everything for the Raptors in the second half of this game in particular. OG Ananobi started off really well, kind of slowed down as the game went along and the Pacers threw extra attention his way. But Fred Van Vliet shut this game down with a couple of huge jumpers late. And really when he's humming along the way he did in this one, he was six of seven from three. The Raptors half court offense goes from very, very bad to something resembling pedestrian which is all they need considering how good their defense is. They were swarming. They held DeMontis Sabonis to just nine points in this game, and they continue a really impressive run for a team that doesn't have a lot of time playing together, a lot of new faces playing a very complex defense, but they performed very well. You can very much see the Raptors' vision here, and when you have that offensive key and Fred Van Vliet unlocking things a little bit on the offensive side of things, the Raptors become a pretty difficult team to stop. And don't look now, but Pascal Siakam, their best player, practiced today and could be in line to return a little bit sooner than expected from shoulder surgery. I'll have more broken down on the next Locked On Raptors tomorrow morning, so be sure to tune in. The Celtics balanced out two losses, an opening night defeat at the Knicks and home blowout to the Raptors with a pair of wins going into Wednesday, but Boston fell 0-2 at home last night by falling to the Wizards. I'll let our Locked On Celtics host tell you more about a tough night in Boston. I'm John Corrales here at the TD Garden where the Celtics lose a tough one to the Washington Wizards. A very disjointed game from the beginning, a lot of ups and downs. Uh, Jalen Brown, very cold from the beginning and could never really get it going into a until a stretch in the fourth quarter. It was uh, a very frustrating for the Celtics, lack of effort, lack of energy. Ime Odoka after the game calling out that lack of energy saying he was convinced in the shoot around that the team was going to get their ass kicked. That's what he said. He told them. So they came out in this game and for the first few quarters kind of did. And it wasn't until they were down big that they really put forth the effort and the energy. Another disturbing lack of effort at home in front of the garden, in front of the home crowd. And it's going to be something that the Celtics need to fix pretty quickly or else you're going to be hearing a lot of boos here if this continues. I'm going to be talking about it on the Lockdown Celtics podcast. So make sure you're subscribed and you're watching the show on YouTube. The Lakers played the second half of a back-to-back -back on the road on Wednesday. LA made a quick trip to Oklahoma City from San Antonio for a meeting with the Thunder. Lockdown Lakers has the reaction to the battle in OKC. This is Andy Kamenetsky, co-host of Locked on Lakers podcast, and the Lakers lose 123-115 to a heretofore winless Oklahoma City Thunder team that, quite frankly, I think would prefer to stay that way. The Lakers built a 70-44 lead, 26 points with 328 left in the first half, but then as the game continued, they completely lost their focus on both ends of the court, settled for ISO, settled for a lot of bad shots in general, stopped paying attention to the details, and this very veteran team lost its composure. I mean, right down to Russell Westbrook getting ejected um, in the final seconds of the game after taking exception to Darius Baisley dunking with the game in hand. I guess Baisley broke one of the unwritten rules about not showing up an opponent. Uh, flip side is another of the unwritten rules is don't blow a 26-point lead. 
A lot more to get into, so make sure that you are subscribing to the Locked on Lakers YouTube page and to the Locked on Lakers podcast. Make it your first listen wherever you get your podcasts. The reigning West champions had lost two of their first three, but the Suns found a way to win against the Kings Wednesday to get back to 500. Here's our Locked on Suns host for more. Harrison Barnes slays the Suns, a buzzer beater for the Sacramento Kings veteran forward as the Suns drop a very, very tight game that had no business being tight in either direction. Suns play well to start the game, give up a big lead. Buddy Heald goes off for 14 points in one quarter alone, makes seven threes in the game, and the Kings take a big lead. The Suns fight back. Devin Booker, 15 straight points in the fourth quarter, either scored on or assisted by himself, grabs a couple rebounds, makes a couple defensive plays. Suns are able to force a final possession. Three seconds on the clock. Harrison Barnes gets a miracle three-pointer from very, very deep. It goes in. The Kings win a game on the road in Phoenix. And the Suns drop to one and three on the season. A very disappointing start to their finals um, return, uh, hopefully, that's not what we've seen out of this team so far. And, uh, you know, don't want to overreact to one game, but it is a team searching for answers right now. For more on this team as they search for answers, listen to Locked on Suns wherever you get your podcasts. John Morant is off to one of the best starts in the league, shooting nearly 60% from the field and averaging 35 points a game heading into Wednesday against the Trailblazers. Morant helped lead Memphis to its third win in four games. Locked on Grizzlies tells us how. The Memphis Grizzlies went into Portland tonight, riding a wave of confidence with a very good start to the season, going into a place in Portland where they've had some good success in recent years, and they absolutely had a forgettable for, a forgettable performance, a disappointing and downright forgettable performance, especially in the second half. In the first half, the Grizzlies, for a lot of indications, actually played much better than Portland, but because Portland had an advantage at the free throw line and the Grizzlies overall were not shooting too well, Portland was within six, but then in the third quarter, it all came undone for the Grizzlies. Jaron Jackson Jr. and Steven Adams getting into foul trouble, having to go to the bench. Damian Lillard coming alive. Dame time came up on the Grizzlies. And then, of course, the Portland Bigs able to move wherever they wanted to for easy shots all quarter long. The end result was the Grizzlies at one point being down 30 points in terms of second half scoring, and they just had no answer. They, the Grizzlies did not shoot the ball well. They did not have good defensive effort tonight, and they did not take care of the ball well. Overall, one of the worst halves, in all honesty, we've seen the Grizzlies play under Taylor Jenkins. This is expected, though. With a young team, fourth game of the season, I understand it's a prime opportunity for overreaction. It may have been like a reality check, for instance, for the Grizzlies, but what I'd like to focus on is the fact that despite how young this team is, they always seem to bounce back after a disappointing performance. They're going to need to with Steph Curry and Golden State waiting on them tomorrow as the Grizzlies end this very tough West Coast swing to start the season. We'll have this and much more on the post-game edition of the Locked On Grizzlies podcast. Portland's first road game didn't quite work out as planned. A 30-point loss to the Clippers, so the Trailblazers welcomed another home game against Memphis to try and straighten things out. Home cooking didn't result in a win, not in this case at least. And now Lockdown Blazers has to figure out what's going on with this 1-3 and three team. 
The Blazers got a much needed bounce back win, 116-186 tonight at the Moda Center. I'm Mike Richmond, host of Locked on Blazers. And after an absolute slog of a first half, the Blazers found the rhythm in the third quarter. Damian Lord had 11 points, hit three three-pointers, as many as he'd hit in the first three games combined. And the Blazers won that third quarter by 10, and then opened up the fourth on a 20-4 run to slam the door shut, end the game, and improve to 2-2. Two and two. A huge and much-needed win after an absolute dud and a blowout loss on Monday night. Make sure you listen to Locked On Blazers for more. The Cleveland Cavaliers were on a two-game winning streak heading into Wednesday night at the Clippers, and Cleveland continued to roll through the West Coast road trip with another victory. Locked On Cavs tells us all about it. Hey everyone, Evan Damerl here, co-host of Locked On Cavs and the Locked On Now takeaway from the Cleveland Cavaliers Wednesday night win over the Los Angeles Clippers. I think it's high time that Cavs fans and NBA fans in general give Cavaliers head coach J.B. Bickerstaff his flowers. In three consecutive games, J.B. Bickerstaff has outcoached Nate McMillan of the Atlanta Hawks, Mike Malone of the Denver Nuggets, and now Tyron Lue of the Los Angeles Clippers. All three of those teams are legitimate championship threats, and J.B. Bickerstaff has adapted this young Cavaliers team and has the pulse of this young Cavaliers team to battle with them on a night-to-night basis and has them winning big. Hear about this and more on tomorrow's Locked On Cavs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. And that's a wrap for us. Thank you so much for making Locked On Now your first listen every weekday. For more on the association and your team, make sure you listen to Locked On NBA and, of course, your team's local Locked On podcast. I'm Daniela Bruce, and this has been Locked On Now. We'll see you next time.